Hello friends, my name is Paige Harmon and this is my podcast, Inexperienced at Life. Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast. Um, I think you're really going to enjoy this segment. Um, This segment's about dads and how I think dads don't get a lot of appreciation I don't think in this world and how um I think having a perspective from a dad really helps others understand what they're really going through so I have on the show with me drumroll please (laughs) it's my husband Clay Harmon his full name's Clayton, but I call him Clay. <laughs> I never call him Clay Clayton, right? Yeah. <laughs> I never call you Clayton unless you're in trouble, right? Unless I'm in trouble, then <laughs> nope, it's Clay Harmon. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Well, thank you. Yeah, it's good to have you. It's good to be here. Good. <laughs> you're my first guest. How do you feel? Honored. Honored. Good. That's a good answer. (laughs) You're my wife, so I know. I know. (laughs) So I asked him to be on the show because he, you're a new dad, right? Last I checked, yes. (laughs) New dad. Um, And I wrote a blog post on this, and you read it, right? I did. You read it. It's called The Unnoticed Dad. And... Uh. It just, it was kind of a blog post that was kind of a sit down, be humble moment for me. Uh, it was. Yeah. It was a very good post. Yeah. Y- you thought it was good. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed <laughs> reading it. You enjoyed the part where I was like, I need to sit down and be humble. <laughs> I've told you that a time or two and <laughs> I'm glad I let you listen to me. I know. It was good. It was good. And it was pretty much about how dads need to be appreciated and I feel like dads don't especially when you're a new parent and uh I feel like it's always about mom and baby and what about dad and you know I feel like dads go through a lot just like mom but I don't feel like you guys really have a huge voice in it and I don't know I just wanted to kind of change the narrative of that and have you on the show and talk to you about how you feel about certain things with being a dad so how is it how how is it going for you right now? I am enjoying it, even though my daughter loves her mother more than me right now. <laughs> but I totally understand because you're her food source, her everything. You are her mother, so. Yeah, yeah. It's That's another thing with dads. They just feel left out, right? Because it's all about mom and baby. Yes, very much so. It's hard. Um, So in my blog post, I kind of mentioned how I think society treats dads. And I pretty much just summed it up that society doesn't treat dads very well. So what do you see that you think affects men and dads and in that sense? Like, how do you, what are your feelings on society and how they treat dads and fathers i feel like society pushes dads to the side to just be a source of income as well as the one who disciplines their child when they're not listening to their moms it's 
so much deeper than that. And it, there's so much more to it. Yeah. Um, I like that answer. I wrote in my posts on how we can see it's kind of a domino effect, to be honest. Like the family is like the nuclear unit of a community. And I'm not saying that single moms or single dads are rocking rocking it at life because they are, but it's so hard to be a single parent. Uh, we, I think we, when we take turns of, hey, I'm going to go here or you're going to go there and we kind of play single parent for a few hours, it's so hard. Yeah. <laughs> it's so hard. I applaud every one of you single parents out there because just the little fraction that I have done it, it I, I couldn't do it myself. I, it's a team effort and I definitely need my wife to help me with that. Same. And like you can see and you can tell when, uh, communities don't have stable parents, let alone stable dads in the community or in their kids' lives. You can kind of see how that affects communities, right? Like we see it all the time in those areas that are a little bit like lower demographic, not demographics, um. I don't even know what that word is, but just lower income areas and or more poverty ridden. You can just see how there's a lot more crime. There's a lot more just unrest in that area. And honestly, I feel like in those areas, like you just need a good dad in their life because you look at it and most of the men aren't a part of their kids' lives. Even in the community we live in, you can totally see that, right? Definitely. I have friends that didn't have a father figure and their upbringing it definitely showed when they got to a certain age that their their life choices weren't something that a father would be proud of their son doing Mm, that's good yeah and coming from a perspective of being a son and having a dad it's pretty important to have one, right? It definitely is. My dad was a great example of what to do and what also not to do on certain aspects of life. But everything that I did, I always had in the back of my mind, would this make my dad proud? Would making this decision right now, who am I going to disappoint? And not only is it my father, but my grandfather and my uncles and all of the men who are role models in my life. Yeah. Yeah. When you put it in that perspective, it's kind of like you're living a little bit more than just for yourself, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. I like that. That's good. (laughs) What do you think it, in your opinion, what does it take to be a dad? Oh man. Um, in my opinion, being a dad, not only is it the bring being the breadwinner, being the one who brings home an income so that your better half doesn't have to go to work, or if they choose to work or not, their money can just be for play. It is so much deeper than that. It is being there for your child when your wife really just needs a break, having her back when you are with whatever you are doing, if, um, even if you just see your wife struggling, like step in there, be a father to your child, like tell your wife, Hey, 
go take a minute, go do you for a minute, like, it goes a long way for a man to tell his wife, step back for a minute and just enjoy being a parent, don't do it on your own, I am here with you, it's a team effort, being a father you just have to, you have to play both sides of that, where not only are you a provider and you're helping a, your significant other the best way you can, but you also have to be a nurturer where you are changing diapers, you are putting your kid to sleep, just helping out the as much as you can. Yeah, it's a lot. And coming from a mom's standpoint, it, sometimes it's hard to let go of the reins on kids because... I'll be honest, sometimes it's easier for me to just do it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to put her to bed for the millionth time because you know what I mean? Or it's just easier for me to like put her in the car seat or put the diaper on her. And next thing I know, I'm just doing it all. And you you probably can see more than I can the burnout. and Definitely. Yeah, and just the frazzledness and on edge and snippy and... All of that, you know, and it does. So it does take a very, I wouldn't say brave, but I think it takes a decent man to, be, to like you said, to just say, step back, let me just do it, I'll do it wrong, but you just need to go and do you for a minute, you know? And there's been conversations that we've had that I've just had to tell <laughs> you where I'm like, you need to go and take 10 because it's just getting frustrating and there's just a lot going on. Let me step in. I can get frustrated. And then you're re reamped. And then you come in. And then the world is okay for a little bit longer. Or that was exactly what our daughter needed. Just to calm down that little bit more. Yeah. I, yeah. That's. I like that. I saw the other day on social media. And it said. This woman wrote. Somebody needs to write the book. That says everybody's crying and nobody's enjoying this and that's parenting. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> I probably butchered it, but it's, it was something along the lines of that. And uh, sometimes it is because you just get so focused and you get your bl parent blinders on, I feel like. Especially me as a mom because, you know, I consider myself a pretty self selfish person before we had Charlotte. And I still kind of consider myself that, but as a parent, you just get so, I don't know, wrapped up in it, especially as a mom, that it's hard to, like you said, to step back and take a breather and just enjoy it. Because I feel like as parents, sometimes we, we've, we're responsible for raising them, right? So we're responsible of teaching them right from wrong, making them good humans. And I feel like grandparents... And other people, like other extended family members, are like, just enjoy it. It's so amazing. And I'm like, I'm trying my best to raise a good human. And raising a good human requires a lot of work and follow through and consistency. And sometimes that can be hard too with balance. And Absolutely. <laughs> it can get hard sometimes. How has being a dad changed your perspective on life? Oh, before being a dad, I, I know everyone says it and I understand that it's a cliche, if you would, 
where oh, we have a ton of cliches on my show oh, <laughs> where they say you don't understand you're not a parent you are absolutely right before i became a father i would hound people of well your kid's doing this uh your kid's doing that or why are you never on time because and you keep blaming it on your kid and now that I have a child, I'm like, I apologize to everyone that I have ever said that to because I run late. I run behind. I, those things that I said, my child will never do this. Guess what? They're doing exactly that now. And it has came back to bite me in the butt. <laughs> yeah, it's being a parent is definitely one of those things where unless you're there you just don't understand right definitely just, that's exactly that's exactly it and you you look at your single friends or your married friends with no kids and you're like oh you're so cute <laughs> and some of my friends say oh uh, i can't wait to be a dad and i'm like bless your heart it's more than you more than you realize We've had a lot. It's worth it, absolutely. But there's a lot more to it than just being a being a dad. <laughs> yeah, we've had quite a few nights, especially the first like first couple of months. That first that first week was the worst. That first month was the worst. I it was it's all a blur to me. But I remember just looking at you and being like, "You always wanted to be a dad because I never wanted to be a mom, Clay." thanks a lot (laughs) i second guessed myself there for a minute but now i definitely love being a father oh yeah i enjoy being a mom she's at she's at a pretty good age now like we've gotten gotten a lot of things figured out right now and the next thing you know it's gonna change and we're gonna be like what (laughs) (laughs) oh great this chapter (laughs) i know i know but it's it's been good i agree it's it's a challenge and it's another cliche where it's like the most rewarding but hardest, toughest, ugliest thing that you'll ever do because there's a lot of blood, sweat, and tears that go into parenting, that goes into parenting. Yes. And raising a kid because I want good humans. I don't want, I don't want society to look at me and be like, ah, thanks a lot for that one. <laughs> yep. Another bum on the couch or, oh. Just wait. You know how we talk about all the time when we're older and we're like, we're going to kick our kids out at 18. They're probably all going to still live with us and it's going to be the opposite. And I'm going to be like, oh, young mom Paige was so cute thinking that. Like I have told you, (laughs) we'll sell the house, buy an RV, and we'll say you guys can't come with us. Yeah, we'll just surprise them and... We out. They'll never Sorry. know where we're at. <laughs> we'll just hide from our kids around the country. It's a giant game of hide and seek. Oh my goodness. So I guess on that line, what advice would you give to a new dad or to new parents, essentially? Like I've said is not only have grace with yourself, but have grace with your wife. You, we as men tend to just think okay, she had a kid, why is she exhausted? Why is she tired? Like, it's just breastfeeding. It's just getting up with her in the middle of the night. But it is so much more than that. She hasn't had a 
decent night's sleep and since that little one was born, even a little bit before your little one was born because your child inside of her was kicking and clawing and trying to work her way out and acting like a little alien in there. <laughs> Just have some grace because those hormones are all sorts of all over the place. They are from the highest to highest to the lowest to lows. Just have some grace with your wife. And I would say, oh, every three nights, if you don't have to go to work, back to work right away, every three nights, just tell your wife, okay, I want you to sleep tonight. I will take care of our daughter. I will bring her in to the room and bring her into breastfeed or I will give her a bottle or however she's feeding do that so that at least your wife's like psyche can reset and she will it will be night and day difference that next morning of how she is feeling just help her out as much as you can yeah that's good I think another one is definitely talking about before baby comes on what you expect from each other absolutely you know we did that often we did we tried to you know it helped i was like this is gonna be a giant slap in the face for us clay <laughs> it still is I, I, know. <laughs> I know it is <laughs> but it was rough at the beginning oh but we we did we and i've all the everything that i've read they encourage that they say Talk with your spouse, and if you have to come up with a chore list or a list of what you're going to do, or take night shift, day shift, or I stay up from this time to this time, and you stay up from that time to that time, you have to. Because like you said, it's a team effort, and if somebody's only doing the one part, it is so hard. And I get it, not everybody's situation is the same. And that's like we talked about how we were doing for a minute is... I didn't touch the laundry for two months, (laughs) but you didn't touch the dishes for two months. It was just kind (laughs) of, I can do these if you'll do that. And we didn't talk about that. We just kind of did it because it worked. Yeah, for sure. And to be honest, I didn't mind doing the laundry, even though I, I didn't like it, but I didn't mind it. It was better than doing the dishes. I guess. (laughs) How was the dishes for you, Clay? Probably not that great. Well, I hated dishes before and I hate them now, but I'll still do them. I know. I know. It's like we've just been recently talking about. We're like from one mess to another or from one project to the next because there's always something to do yes. constantly when you have a kid and a baby. And it's yes. it's a lot. It is. <laughs> it's a lot. So the podcast is entitled Inexperiences at Life. So can you say that you've learned it? your inexperiences at life like do you have any nuggets of wisdom or pearls of wisdom to give us with your inexperiences and i am so inexperienced at this thing called life that i don't know what experience is (laughs) it's kind of one of those if i didn't have bad luck i wouldn't have any luck at all oh geez so with that yes being inexperienced is actually, it, it is a wonderful thing. I know that may sound a little weird, people may not understand, but when you're inexperienced, you are a blank slate. You are 
just a white piece of canvas that, okay, your grandfather tells you something, and that's a little stroke of paint on your white canvas. Your father, your mother, your wife, your daughter, they all are slowly adding to that canvas of little strokes of paint. And when, if I make it to 85, 90 years old, it's going to be this beautiful masterpiece of a painting. But right now, it just looks like our daughter grabbed a paintbrush and it's just squiggling lines all over. <laughs> but I love it. I really do love taking advice, love listening to other people's inexperiences so that I can either learn, oh, hey, maybe I want to try that really awful decision that you tried. Or I'm really going to stay away from that because that sounds terrible to go through. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. You, I think you worded it pretty well. Uh, I think that's why I entitled the podcast this because I don't know. I think we're, we're all, obviously we're all inexperienced at life. If you know anybody who has life a hundred percent figured out, it's, you're wrong. You're lying to yourself. So it's, it's hard sometimes. I feel like in the world we live in right now, it's very hard to be authentic and real and then still have followers or still get likes. You know, it's, I feel like it's right. a lot focused on the social media of life. Well, and for the listeners, it probably don't know this, but I haven't had social media for the first of the year of 2020. I, I don't know what's going on. I don't have any of that social media influence and my life has never been better. Yeah. So you enjoy it a lot. I don't worry about, Oh, I only got this many likes or I didn't post this content. So People are wondering where I stand on that or no, I, it may sound weird. I am a lot better human and I can focus on what is truly important to me in my life without my social media. Yeah. What are we in October? That's 10, 10 months. We challenge you 10 months to no social media. (laughs) I think people would die. I think some people can't even stand 10 minutes away from their phone. And I'm like, I'm preaching to the choir. Like I've told, I've said on the podcast before, like I can't tell you how many times I've deleted and re-download and deleted social media because I'll take a break from it because I need a break. Right. You know, I catch myself from, catch myself at times just getting so caught up in it because you can't, you just get so caught up in it. Right. And I found out really quick that I was a very envious person and it was more of the aspect of hunting, fishing, outdoors, comparing my life to what everyone else was doing. That's what I was striving for. That's, I was comparing it. I was, okay, so-and-so killed this massive deer. I want to go kill that deer. Now that I don't have that, unless you're in my close circle of people who I talk to that you send me a picture of the deer you killed or the antelope or bear or whatever you're hunting. If you don't send that to me, I have no idea that you even were hunting this year. So it's been a very humbling experience for me, especially with this being my first hunting season without social media. 
So Yeah, I didn't even think of that. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, and two, we... I bet you've... So we mentioned we had a kid, right? Some of you would be like, oh my gosh, you guys had a kid? Well, we are also just like... We try to be pretty private. And I know Clay yes. and I have definitely talked about how we don't... We just don't feel comfortable portraying her picture all over social media. Not just because we don't want people to love her and think she's cute like we do. But I'm sorry, there's a lot of crap on the internet. And there's some people that I know would just like... I don't know. Take that and advantage of it. It's like some sick freak or something. I don't know. I I don't want to think about that, but I know that they're out there, you know? Someone would manipulate it and it would turn bad. And with her being six months old, she doesn't have a say in that. She can't tell us, like, I don't want to be on social media. So how is that fair to her? I know some of you are thinking, if she's six months old, what does it matter? It matters to us. Yeah, it's it, our parenting technique. It is. Works I, for us. I have only sent my close circle pictures of my daughter. But that is it. Yeah. If they, they come over and see her, they love on her, they go home, still not on social media. Yeah. And we're not saying if you put your kid on social media like you're a bad parent. That's not what we're saying. Absolutely not. We just have a totally different parenting technique on that. Yeah. And we're all good. To each his own. Yeah. We're all good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're all good. Um, I'm trying to think. Going back to the mom and dad situation. Um, like, is it really, is it, like, you mentioned how supporting your wife and having your wife's back. What does that entail to you? You know, so for example, put yourself in that situation, you and your wife and your newborn child or three, four, six months, however old are at the grocery store and you're walking down the aisle. Some gentleman brushes your wife, bumps into her and it offends her and she tells you about it and just like, Hey, say something to him because that was rude. You look at it as, okay, yeah, he brushed into you. He bumped into you. Do I make a scene or do I let it be? If she has mentioned something to you, that means it has bothered her enough that it has, that she wants you to say something. Even if it's just a simple, hey, sir, you bumped into her. Uh, did you realize that? It could be a, oh, no, I didn't even realize. I am so sorry. And he'll apologize. Or it's going to be, I really don't care. It, it It's not his, it's not his problem, I guess. But if you don't say something and you brush it off, you go home. Now she, she's going to come to you and be like, why did you not have my back? I told you about it. It really frustrated me but yet you didn't say anything so do you not have my back where do we stand it just if it has bothered her enough to say something she wanted you to stand up for her she wants you to be in her corner through whatever whether that is something as simple as bumping into someone at the store or it's a fight that she has had with her family or your family or anyone like just be in her corner be her 
like she said before, be her cheerleader. Like, you gotta have her back. You have to do everything in your power because that is your better half. You married her because you love her because you always want to cherish her. Just always remember that she ch- or you chose her. She chose you. Just realize that. Well, I like what you like what you said about having her back and having her corner. But I, when you mentioned with the example of somebody bumping into her in the grocery store, I think I think just the fact of sometimes uh, your spouse brings a different perspective on things of being like I didn't even know that would make you upset. So it's Absolutely. just like bringing something like that to light is important to to have in a relationship and to understand whether it's they are saying it offensively or not. You know, I think it's, (laughs) I think it's important because you and I have had several instances where we're just doing our thing and we had no idea that it would make you upset or hurt your feelings, or we didn't know that that situation made you uncomfortable or, you know, sometimes I'll even say it like I've been oblivious to your certain needs and, wants and then we talk about it later and sometimes it turns into a conversation sometimes it turns into an argument like let's be honest we all argue <laughs> if you don't argue with your spouse like <laughs> Send you guys are advice. yeah <laughs> <laughs> you guys are a unicorn couple <laughs> hashtag goals no everybody t- everybody has a f- like disagreements and stuff and I think some people are just more passionate about it than others. Would you say we sometimes passionately fight? Sometimes. Absolutely. Argue, I should say. Yes. Yes, we do. (laughs) But what do we always say to each other? What is our end goal usually when we do have an argument? We will never go to bed angry at each other. Yeah. And then... Always come to a resolution. Always come to a resolution. And it's also... Our little thing is... One of us will say, um, you are my forever. And then the other one says, you are my always. Yeah. Just a little thing w- that we do. Because for me, that means a lot. Just yeah, knowing that she is my forever and always. Yeah, it is. Because you're in it together. And as much as the one of us likes to be right, sometimes you just got to. Put your pride aside and say I'm sorry. We might have to do a future podcast on that, on like couples and fighting and how do we approach it, you know? (laughs) I don't know. We'll see. I'll have to try to convince you to be on the show again. (laughs) So you want to know what's funny? I wanted to ask you, like, tell us a little bit about yourself, Clay, at the beginning, and I didn't. (laughs) So let's do it at the end. (laughs) Tell us a little bit about yourself, like... What do you enjoy doing? Um, just like who you are as a person. Just a quick synopsis. I just... I am a family-oriented man. I love not only my wife and my daughter, but my parents and my siblings, but also my in-laws now as well. They're all part of my family. They're all my support group. Family-oriented is huge. For me, my hunting, my fishing, my... I love shed hunting. Anything outdoors is my escape. That is where I feel closest to Heavenly Father and 
God and just that is where I am happy and that's my happy place. On that, whenever I can get my family out there to join me, that is the cherry on top. That is what I love, my favorite. Yes. That's good. That's so sweet. <laughs> That's so sweet. You are. You're. I'm glad I was able to have you on the show and chat with you on the podcast about just life and dads and getting a perspective from from dads because I can only say so much because I'm not a dad. I'm a mom. <laughs> so weird how that happened. Yeah, weird. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just like absolutely. Um, I appreciate your thoughts, and I'm pretty sure well, our listeners you. appreciate your thoughts as well. I hope so. I, I I think they do. I think they do. And I think they'll be excited to hear you and hear what you have to say and have a little guest on the show. So well, it was good to be on here. Yeah. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. All right, guys. We'll catch you later on the next podcast. And thank you for listening.